really the biggest challenge for me is when I start, decided to make this film, you know, I, I knew I had to remember my positionality in it the whole time, you know, um, you know, obviously being a white filmmaker entering into this space. Um, and so, you know, just being able to, you know, sometimes, you know, be able to admit, you know, I was wrong or I said, or I did something that, you know, maybe I didn't think fully through, but, but that's like, what's important is to be able to, you know, have that reflection and, and to, you know, to remember why you're there, you know, and your role in that. Hello, 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 and welcome to Courageously Kind, a show in which we celebrate stories of courage and kindness. I'm Maddie. And I'm Liz. We're twin sisters. And best friends. Our hope is that these conversations encourage you to live more courageously and inspire you to be kinder to yourself and others. This week, we had the absolute honor of chatting with Jenna, a filmmaker from upstate New York, our hometown in upstate New York, actually, about their upcoming film, Steward, a documentary short film about a Black-owned family farm in Windsor, New York. Jenna shared a little bit about the film with us, about how they found out about this farm in upstate New York, and about the complexities of being a white filmmaker sharing the story of a black family. It was a really interesting conversation, and we can't wait for you to listen to it, and we can't wait to see this film. So without further ado, here's Jenna. My name's Jenna. I'm from upstate New York. Ever since I can remember, uh, well, I guess my first iPod touch with a camera on it. Ever since then, I've been running around making corny little videos with my friends. Hopefully now they're just a little less corny. <laughs> yeah, and so now I'm I'm in my last semester at school, spring semester senior year, which is really exciting. And I've decided to focus most of my studies on documentary filmmaking and cinematography. It's just what I'm most interested in and what I wanna work in. Yeah, and I'm just really excited to to get out into the world, I guess. It's it's been a long couple of years in school with COVID. So I'm I'm really excited to graduate. Could you tell us a little bit about the project you're working on now, Stuart? Um, a little bit about the film, how you got connected with this farm, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm working on a short film, it's a documentary. It's called Seward, um, and it's about a multi-generational Black-owned farm in upstate New York, Windsor, New York. Um, and so the short film is a portrait piece about a man named Glenn, um, and he's part of the family that owns the farm, and he is the one that kind of takes care of the day-to-day -day operations, the on-the-ground stuff. Um, and there's some other people helping here and there, but for the most part, it's him and 700 chickens every day. Um, yeah, and I just, while home my junior year of school, so last year I was fully remote and I was home and I just got involved in some community spaces. Um, and while shopping at a bookstore in Binghamton, right at Books, I saw a sign for their eggs and I had never heard of them before. And I like to think, I'm really interested in agriculture and food and food systems. So I liked to think that I was, I was pretty in the know about local food systems. I had never heard of them. And so I started buying their eggs and their maple syrup from the bookstore. Um, and I was doing some research and just um, realized that the family owned the farm since the 80s. And it had been a long, a, 
around for so long and I just assumed that they were newer and that's why I hadn't heard of them but in reality you know like you know they they had always been there um and I just I didn't know um and so I just thought it was so crazy like how could I not know about them um and I was doing some research um and I read that one percent of farmers in America are or farms are black owned um and so that kind of answered my question of why I hadn't heard of them was because there's not as big of a spotlight on them um and there's not a lot of them so from there I just started sending emails <laughs> trying to talk to the family to get to know them um and then here we are making a film together yeah and they've been so generous and so kind with um letting me into their lives and letting me you know come follow them around with the camera which isn't always easy to do I bet like at a farm with all those chickens yeah. running around we saw some clips on your Instagram it looks like such a cool film I can't wait to watch it yeah I mean I I knew before I went to the farm for the first time that there was around 700 of them, but I think nothing can prepare you to see that many chickens. I think probably the most I've seen and beforehand was like maybe 10, 15, yeah. which I thought was a lot, 700. I can't, I literally can't even count. We have chickens. We have about like 15, yeah. I would say. Yeah. I can't comprehend what 700 chickens look like. Yeah, so you know how many eggs eggs they lay, you know, in the yeah. summer at peak season, they do a lot, a lot of different eggs and they're beautiful because they're all different types of chickens. They're all different colors and, mm -hmm. you know, it's picture perfect eggs. So cool. So cool. Have there been any challenges during the creation and production of the film? There definitely has been, I mean, there's the normal challenges of filmmaking of scheduling and money and you know and all that jazz but I think really the biggest challenge for me is when I start decided to make this film you know I, I knew I had to remember my positionality in it the whole time you know um you know obviously being a white filmmaker entering into this space um and so you know just being able to, you know, sometimes, you know, be able to admit, you know, I was wrong or I said, or I did something that, you know, maybe I didn't think fully through, but, but that's like, what's important is to be able to, you know, have that reflection and, and to, you know, to remember why you're there, you know, and your role in that, um, you know, in, in my, my role in, you know, a local community sense, also in just like a, a national and global sense um and so I mean it's definitely a challenge that I welcome and is making me you know that much better of a person which is really exciting um but it, it's tough it's tough to unlearn all of those societal things that are so engraved in us um but yeah that's that's been hard and something that you know I'm not fully through yet but um I'm getting there and and like I said, the family, the Millens who own the farm um, have been so wonderful and, and so great in this process of, you know, figuring out how to make a film together, but also with this dynamic of, of who we are. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. well, we can definitely tell that, that you're making this film in such a kind way mm -hmm. with such kind intentions. Where are you in the creative process and when can we 
Except for what you filmed? Right now, I'm still in production, still filming, um, kind of editing as I go, um, mm -hmm. which is how a lot of docs work. But um, I'm hoping, let's see, by like May or June to have like, I'm hoping this summer to have a, um, a polished cut. Um, but we'll see, because it's, it's definitely a long process, even once you finish filming and finish editing, then there's like, you know, coloring and sound mixing. Cause I, I really want to take the time with this film. It's easy to want to, to rush it out and, and to, you know, I'm, I'm so excited. And, you know, now that it's gotten a little bit of attention, other people are excited. So I can't wait to share it, but I want to make sure I'm, I'm really taking the time to, to make it the best it can, can be. So yes, I'm, I'm hoping for the summer. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Yeah. Can't wait. We want to see it. So yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that you you want to talk about? You want to share about the film or about filmmaking or the world in general? <laughs> hmm. oh, it's so hard. I know. Kind of put you on the spot. That's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's totally okay. But you know, it's like when someone asks you what's your favorite movie. Not even right. because I'm studying film, but it's like you forget or your favorite song. You forget everything. Right. You ever want to say yeah. um I don't know I mean definitely want to give a shout out to the farm the farm's name is triple j farm it's in Windsor New York um their Instagram is triple j farm underscore New York and their website is triple j farm nyc.com um yeah and and they're they they really have a, a, a great vision for, for their future, you know, as a family and as a farm, but also just for, for the world. Like they, they're really committed to um, uplifting other, other black owned businesses, whether or not it's farming. Um, and, and, you know, they, it's time to start closing, closing that gap, the wealth gap. Um, and, you know, land is key to generational wealth. Um, so they're, they're really committed to, to helping with that. And they have some, some big plans for the future on, on how they can, um, help do that on their own farm. And then again, like just, you know, helping support other people. Um, and, and it's really amazing. And so I'm, I'm hoping to be along for the ride to, to capture it all. I, I'm working on this short film now, but, um, also keeping a, a larger potential feature doc in, in mind, surrounding um, the farm as a whole um, and the, the growth and the, the growth that they've experienced over the past years and um, how they are trying to keep up with it, you know, um, because when you're a person of color in a business like this, failure almost means something different, I'm coming to learn. Um, of course, I, I can't speak on behalf of anyone, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I ramble. I'm not. No, it's all good. That's perfect for a yeah. podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I just sort of love that, like, when we first heard about the story, we were like, okay, a Black-owned family farm. That's cool. But I think the story is so much deeper than people realize. Mm -hmm. And there's so many other themes other than just like agriculture than, than people would first expect. So. Yeah, yeah. And 
And it's been so interesting because there's so many different avenues I would love to explore while spending time with them um, from a film standpoint. But it's like, there, there's just, life is so complex, especially, you know, a lot of the family members that I've been talking to and I've come to know are, excuse me, black men. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's so many, so many layers to, to it, you know? And so again, figuring out what once, what, what topics or, or, you know, themes I, I want to explore and, and what ones I feel like I should be exploring, you know, again, as, as a white filmmaker, um, it's tough. There's, there's so many, like you said, it's, it's, it's so much more than just the, just the farm. I can't wait for people to, to realize that. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm very thankful to be able to, to share, um, with you guys on Courageously Kind. Oh my gosh. Well, we're so grateful to have you here. (laughs) How can people support you? How can people support the film and the farm and all that good stuff? Yeah, um, well, we live in the age of social media, of course. Um, the film has an Instagram, steward.film. Um, like I said, you can follow the farm. On Instagram, they are triple J farm underscore New York. Um, yeah, and I think it's, I think the key to growth of this society is education. Um, you know, so knowing the fact that 1% of farmers in the country are are black then you know that's kind of the first step is is realizing that and and you know finding an out so, something to do with that information because it's it's not right you know um yeah so i i really believe in education um you know buying from black owned businesses of course if you're able to um supporting local in general especially it's really hard to be a small-scale farmer um yeah uh, yeah I don't know. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. Good stuff. Yes. We love it. Thank you. It's so exciting. Thank you so much for sharing this family story and for sharing your work with us today. We're really, really appreciative. Of course. Thank you. You know, you guys are doing some cool stuff. It's exciting to see. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this week's conversation and want to hear more, head to our Instagram at Courageously Kind Podcast. We love you so much. I will see you back here real soon.